Hey everybody, this episode contains discussion of murder, suicide, child death, and grislier topics. If those topics don't sound like something you want to listen to today, that's totally fine. We'll see you next episode. How are we going? Into podcast. Torch. You know, technically, I was right. John Forbisher's daughter and his wife did leave this mm-hmm. earth. I was biting my tongue so much when I mean, you were saying that, being like, why can't oh, I? Oh, man. Tell my show I, I wish I wasn't yeah. right, but I was right. <laughs> okay. Um, hello. I'm eating chocolate. Excuse me. Day five, more like. <laughs> to cheer yourself day... up. A little bit of mambo number five. Um, yeah. Each uh, I, I, um, I, I gotta, I gotta start. You gotta do the gist, right? You gotta do the gist. I gotta, do, you gotta yeah. do the gist because I gotta say, I got, I got so much to say. I just watched this. I got so much to more say. chocolate. Sorry. I'm gonna chew my chocolate. Don't, don't eat while. Don't chew your chocolate. Come on. I like I, chocolate. I, people hate it when people when podcast hosts eat all the recording. I mean, we've we've at least one of us has eaten breakfast. Like, uh, well, I, yeah. I, I used to well, drink a lot of water and it sounded like I was pissing. Um, good point, day, actually. Day five. Day five you broadcast on the, on the 10th of July, 2009. Written by Russell T. Davies. Written by Euroslyn. The gist is that Gwen. Did you say written by Euroslyn? Written by Euroslyn. This was oh. a, this is another thing where I was by my tongue. Just that Gren records a testimonial suggesting the doctor doesn't help with stuff like this because he's so deeply ashamed of what we've done. Oh, no, I don't buy that. Yeah. I don't like that answer. You um, know, I'm not, they, I, but yeah. I will accept that as an answer. That is better mm-hmm. than what I had before, which was an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, he records his posterity basically. The government launches their scheme to hand over kids, um, and then the four or five, six are like, "We want kids because they make us high. We we smoke. We smoke the good the good cheap that is kids." Um, Jack's like we're we can't win, so you know we're we're kind of fucked. There's no way forward. Um, and he like he holds on to a lot of guilt over you know Yanto's death. Uh, they arrested Lois, G. Lois. You think that's bad? Remember you were arrested for espionage. Um, and then Alice and her son are like released from custody or whatever. Uh, Jack is then taken into custody as well. Uh, Frobisher's kids are chosen as part of the ten percent. Frobisher's like. Hey, Prime Minister, I will ruin you. And he's he's like, well, nah. your kid's going to be taken either way, John, you know. So what does Frobisher do? He requisitions a gun, goes home, kills his family, and then kills himself. Jesus Christ. Uh, Bridget goes to Lois in prison and is like, I need you to know John Frobisher was a good man. He was a good man. Um, well, Gwen goes and tells Yanto's family about his passing and then tries to warn them about, like, you know, your kid's going to be taken. At which point the government comes to take the kids away. Um, panic begins to break out. Uh, the black ops basically break Jack in the prison and ransack Decker's office. Um, 
one of the true heroes, no longer horned up, PC Andy tries to fight back against the army. PC um, Andy, <laughs> I loved it when he showed up and he took off his jacket. I straight up cheered. I was like, oh, you know what? I take give this man a thousand box sets. He deserves it. That moment is the moment he deserved it. <laughs> um. He he tries to fight back, and Gwen and the others take the kids into hiding, and that's when she records the video. Um, the 456 want more kids. Jack realizes that like the link to Clem hurt the 456, that's why they had to kill him. And he's like, okay, I'm going to use that frequency against them. Um, the only way he can do this, however, is to use his grandson, which kills him in the process, but guarantees that the 456 basically runs away in, in like pure agony. Um, Alice like visibly disowns Jack, and then like a state of pure grief, um, Jack just disappears. While Bridget reveals to the Prime Minister and the other lady who was you know quite horrible last week or last week last yesterday that um the reason she went to go see Lois in prison was to get the the eye, the contact lenses to record everything, mm-hmm. and she vows to basically release the tapes and ruin his reputation for good as payback for. What happened to John Frobisher? Um, six months after this this event, um, a visibly pregnant Gwen and Reese go and meet Jack, who's like, "I'm I'm leaving," and Gwen's like, "You can't leave, like you you fucked us up." And like you know, we're still healing. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna run away," and he runs away, which signals the end of Torchwood. There's a whole lot of kind of fucked things to get through. Um, oh hell yeah! Okay, let's talk about. Um, yeah. The most fucked up thing, which yeah. is uh, the tape at the start, which is the explanation as to why the doctor didn't mm-hmm. save the day. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think it's mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it's that good of an answer because it's like. There's worse things humanity has done. <laughs> that the doctor has kind of been OK with, but you know what? I actually like that they gave an answer and I'm glad about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about uh, Frobisher. Um, Frobisher. So that scene is. That I mean, that yeah. from the moment that the PM brings him into the room and says, "Your your kids are going to be taken," and you're going to smile and wave to the camera, to the moment that he does the mm-hmm. thing that he does, uh, it is probably like, honestly, that was the moment I was like, you know what? Any complaints I'd had wiped away. I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was worth it, and he was a great antagonist. It was a great performance. And it's a great scene, especially because after he gets home, he doesn't say a word. You don't hear him. You don't hear what he says. You don't hear what he uh, what he says himself to the, to the people around him. But Capaldi manages to convey so much through visual acting. When he pulls mm-hmm. out the gun and his hand is like shaking considerably, mm-hmm. that was a, that was the moment that went like. Oh fuck! Like that. Oh, that's when the moment I realized what he was doing, and the shot of him walking in, closing the door behind him, and honest to God, I think. I mean, I know they had to, so that people knew what was going on. It kind of felt to me like they didn't want to put the the gunshots there, to just like mm-hmm. just leave it open to you, like what you think they did. He did. Because, but, 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 but like that, whatever, that whole scene was just like so good. It was so good. It was, uh, it was justified. It, 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 it explains why you hire someone like Peter Capaldi. It justifies this entire plot line. It feels like a, a natural conclusion to like, 
what you said yesterday about how um, Capaldi felt like the only person who like bad for what they were doing visibly didn't want to do it. It it was just really really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think everything about that works really well. What do you think? I do too. I think it's. I think Capaldi. I think in this entire like miniseries, I think is one of the best performances, um, matched in part by the performance he'll give in for us four years from now. But in real time, like actually in real time, like five years from now, um, I think it's just. I think it's so like. Like for, for, as you said, like the minute when he walks in and like the, like the prime minister can't even look at him, and he's like, you know, you're you're the fall guy here. Like you're you're being like your your kids will be taken and you will be like set up to be, you know, the smiling face for the whole thing. You know, it feels like to it feels very kind of like in part a kind of reaction to Frobisher, you know, kind of hiding the the thing. Um, I just think it's it's such a great effective moment and certainly like dramatically I think the high point of this cause we'll get to something else in a second I'm, I'm kind of it's the bit that doesn't really, doesn't really stick with me um but I think it's such a great moment and it it's just as you said it's it's you know one of the best performances the thing that doesn't really work for me um I think it, it one of the problems I have with it. Actually, we'll, we'll say it for a second. The, the, let's just address it. The other kind of, the other kind of fuck thing that well, one of, one of the other fuck things in this, which is that the reveal that the four, five, six are basically smoking As, the kids yeah, together, yeah, I, and that's which is what they were. Yeah, so, and, were, yeah. were, does that imply that the whole splat things they do is them getting it's off? Them from, uh, yeah. That or they're just like tweaking. I don't know. It kind of it brings into question as well whether like their threats are actually like real yeah, or they're I, just. I being think like, the you know, threats were not real. Yeah. that's the thing. We, we this goes into yeah. the conversation about what happens at the end, but the fact that you know, it, it kind of clicked into place for me when Gwen referred to it as a protection racket in like episode three two days ago. But the mm-hmm. moment that a T dies the ambassador dies and they immediately like take the body away and just leave it kind of dawned on me like there's a high chance that actually they did not have the threat to to mm-hmm. to back up they didn't have the manpower to back up their threat which is why i hate to harp on this but if they had explained how they unleashed the virus in Tham's house that could have been a point of conversation in this episode there could have been somebody being like like they on, the only place they attacked is the place we gave them access to. How do we know that they can do more than this? You know, like kind of dig a little bit mm-hmm. deeper into the uncertainty around them. But what matters at the end of the day is just reflecting that like all it took for these people to cave was just these guys coming in and speaking to the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is essentially quote unquote a parlor trick, you know? And the mm-hmm. moment that somebody figured out how to use the parlor trick against them, they just vanished away. So it, 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 I think it was mm-hmm. a protection racket. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think it, it makes them like really interesting villains as well. That like, like that whole thing of like you know they're just kind of they're basically like bullying humans and exposing how like stupid 
everyone has been to just kind of blindly follow along with the idea that like just because these guys are showing up, they're they're they got the juice. You know? Um it I just yeah, I think it's really interesting. The thing the other thing we'll talk about, the other fucked up thing, um, and it's maybe the thing that doesn't really work for me on a on a whole. Obviously it wasn't bananas that took out the four five six as you predicted. It was Jack's grandson. Yeah. Um I think the, I think the problem with me with me is it's what we've talked about before that like because Alice and Stephen have been dropped into this, you know, starting from day one rather than from like before, and how like they've rarely been shown how like you don't really get a feel for them. To me, it doesn't really, you know. Obviously, it's horrifying that like like Jack would just you willingly use the, like, right. this kid to to do this, but like it just like. But- but we've met this the kid. Yeah, we met this kid five Alex, days ago. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it just doesn't really like land for me as like a, a as like a character beat as like an emotional beat. Yeah. It's it, it's really affecting and really really horrible. But, like in in the context of the show, you're not going. Kinda, you know, oh my god, they killed Stephen. You're going. Oh my god, I can't believe Jack did yeah. this. Which, oh my god, which is that, which yeah, is like yeah. a smart decision. It it does work really well in the moment and. Barrowman acts the shit out of that moment, but it is, mm-hmm. it, it's like the perfect version of this beat would have hit 100%, whereas this version hit 50%, 60%, which is still a very strong amount mm-hmm. of to hit. But there's still a part of you that goes like, if mm-hmm. they had, if these two characters had been part of the show for a long time, like Yanto was, people would have been like fucking collapsing in tears. I mean, it, there's this reason why the big mm. death in the series yeah. isn't Steven. It's Yanto, you know? Like, nobody is going <laughs> to yeah. whatever they shot that and putting a memorial to Steven last name. No offense to this fictional mm. kid who memorial died, but everyone's doing it for Yanto, you know? Um, I mean, mm. yeah, it, it, as a moment of works again, I, I think more and more that his daughter is trying to act like Gillian Anderson, uh, especially in this episode. There's just moments where I was like, she's doing a Gillian Anderson face. And I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's just me. If you think she also looks like Gillian Anderson, please contact me because I, I need to know if I'm not insane. Um, I, I I do like that that one scene she has with, with the Black Ops lady um, where, you know, she's like, she's basically saying, like, you cannot justify, like, any of the like the plans that they have, even if you want to, like even if it, help, if it helps you like get forward, you you still cannot like justify the idea that like you will enter into a new world that's been born off the back of like innocent kids being taken by like the people you're meant to trust and stuff. And I think that seems really interesting. Um, I don't know, um, PC Andy. There's PC Andy. He's in this. PC Andy's great. Yeah. I just want to say one last thing about. Um... The death of Stephen. Um, it's not a banana, but no. it is definitely a fruit situation where they're like, how do they kill Clem? And it, it works because Clem technically died last episode, and it's only been like, what, six hours since it happened? But it's a new thing, and they figured out how to use a new thing. But it did feel minimally bananas. I, so I will call it not a banana, but definitely an, a fruit solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I don't think this makes sense. A raspberry. Uh, a raspberry. A raspberry. I would yeah. call it a raspberry solution because mm-hmm. 
Rabina. It, it did. It, the instant they were like, how did they kill Clem? I'm like, here we go. And now we're going to figure out the thing that they couldn't see. Which at the same time, it's like, again, could know them. No, you, 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 yeah, it, it, it yeah. works. There's, a, there's like 10% of it that I'm like, eh. But it doesn't matter to me. I think the mm-hmm. thing as a whole is really, really good. Uh, I want to talk about something I read, which I think is incredibly insane, uh, which is that uh, Russell T. Davies suggested that because Frobisher is played by Peter Capaldi, who also played Cassilius, uh, he thought that Frobisher's killing of his family brings closure to the saving of Cassilius' family <laughs> in uh, F- Fires of Pompeii. And then Stephen Moffat confirmed this by saying that his suicide was time's way of reasserting him itself. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Oh, what the, this, is like, this is the kind of stuff you say like when you're hanging out with your friends and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they're like, because it's the same actor, right? And everyone laughs, and mm. nobody thinks about it after that. You don't say that in a in, in your show's documentary, uh, behind the scenes documentary. It's insane. Yeah. Come on, man! Like it's don't... it's very um, Screen Rant top five Doctor Who fan theories. It's very Glub Shadow. Yeah. It's very Glub yeah. Shadow too. It's like, oh man, because they're playing. Did you know? Because he is played by the same <laughs> actor. That means he is from the same family. Come on, man. Don't do it. Ugh, don't do it. Um, before we get to PC Andy, I just been the club shows. Um, Decker, Decker gets that fucking. He's gonna <sighs> fly. Looks like Decker, yeah. Decker goes like he turns into the Joker for like for, for like most of this episode, which is they should have shot. They should have shot Decker. They should just yeah. They should have just walked in. Grabbed after the after they Decker. say yeah, <laughs> after they save the day, Joseph should have just turned and shot Decker in the face, like, mm-hmm. and you're dead. You don't get to live. <laughs> Um, but yeah, PC and PC Andy gets the big hero scene of of him being like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta do something. Rip off my shirt and and immediately get fucking destroyed." But at least I tried. Um, that like the like the whole thing, like the scene with Yanto's family, where where they're like, you know, you you don't know who Yanto is. You didn't know who Yanto is. Like you you can fuck off because like you know, it's a really interesting like portrayal that like that like instant moment of grief they like they just won't you know they also don't have to trust Gwen and stuff um yeah it's just like there's a lot of just stuff like Jack Jack's response to everything to being I'm going to like travel the world for six months and then literally the second I I meet my my best friend I'm gonna tell her that like I can't stay here anymore because I'm I'm still I'm still too fucked up like, yeah, I don't I get, get why they put yeah. the six months thing. It just it, it felt more like him leaving was like an, an immediate reaction to what mm-hmm. he did. Like I, I and I'm out. You know, it, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. it is the most doctory thing he has done. Uh, yeah, to immediately yeah. leave. So to immediately, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get why they did the six months later thing. I guess they just wanted to show Gwen's uh, pregnant. Was mm-hmm. um. Eve Miles pregnant? I don't think she was. I don't know if she was or not. Um, so this was unnecessary. Yeah. Got it. No. Um, I, well, I guess it, it kind of adds to, like... Well, it, it doesn't... Like, it, you get like, that one discussion where, like, she's kind of considering, like, getting rid of the baby because... Yeah, that one of, comes like, out of nowhere. It's like, we do yeah. not have time to talk about this. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what that felt like? It felt like they were like, we got to give uh, Gwen something to do because she really does nothing in this mm-hmm. in these next moments. It's she like, records a vlog. Yeah, she records a vlog and she takes people, people to other places, but then that's kind of it. She doesn't do much more. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I don't know. Um, um, yeah. There's a, the, the one the thing that made me laugh um, was at the end when Bridget's been like, you know, Mr. Prime Minister, you're cancelled. That one shot of Lois explaining how to use the, the, the content lenses to Bridget felt yeah. very like people like when she minds know, putting it into the year yeah. and Bridget's like, yeah, yes, yes, of course. And she's like, yes. <laughs> putting it in the eye, huh? You should you tell him you put this contact lens in the eye. Got it. Uh, it, yeah, it's just it's a very it's such a like depressing. I I hate when people like are like, oh, this is so depressing when something's like not that sad, but like this is like genuinely harrowing. Yeah, like television. Um, I will admit, I'm kind of glad that we're done with oh. it because it, Fuck, it's, what are we watching it, next? Yeah. We're watching Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, let, let me, t- let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you exactly what we're what we're doing next. Okay, we're watching. Uh, we'll call them episodes. We know they're serials. Episodes one to three of Sarah Jane Adventures series three. Okay, so we got that. After that, this is when the chaos factor kicks in. Okay, because after those three, we're watching. K9 Red uh, Regeneration, episode oh, yeah. one of the K9 TV show. Oh, yeah. After that, we're watching episodes four to five of the Sergeant Adventures. You know what we're watching after that? Waters of Mars. Oh, yeah. After that, we're watching the finale of Sergeant Adventures series three. Um, and then we're doing Dreamland because Dreamland is a, an Infinite Quest situation wherein it was, you know, an, a serialized thing and then it was an omnibus. So we'll do. Yeah. We'll go by the omnibus because it's the completed version. And after that, we are at long last at the end of time, parts one and two. I think we should do an episode on part one and an episode on part two, rather than doing them together, because I think there's so much that happens in both. I think it's it's probably going to be better to space them out a bit, and though I disagree, um, uh, because well, we'll it's one story. It's one story, but it's I, one story. I agree. That, like, I agree on the condition that we. Uh, the only way I'll do this is if we release the first part in Christmas and the second part on New Year's. New Year's. Well, we'll do that. Um, and also, we might be. We're not sure yet if we're doing a specials wrap up or we're doing a Russell T Davies. I mean, era by that up. point, he will have come back, right? He w- Yeah, he will. You know, I just gotta say um, something. Uh, we both think that Eve Miles is in like a. RTD2 spin-off, right? <laughs> we agree on that, right? Yeah. I I think if she's in anything, she's in unit, which is a bit of an odd kind of, you know, it's a bit like, you know, you have you have all these like characters left over. Where do you put them? Oh, throw her into unit. Um I I I will admit I, I was more confident months ago than I am now. Like I think Free like Freema again, I'm like she's doing like network TV. In the states, and I'll say, like you know, the American, you know, entertainment model right now is completely fucked by the studios on own. Fault, As we record know? this, the strikes are still going. Mm-hmm. And here's hoping that the by the time it's the released, oh, uh, the writers have gotten everything they deserve. 
they yeah they better and the actors yeah but I don't think Freema Ajiman is I still think Freema's going to be leaving network TV for streaming wherein you know that that contract's going to be kind of like pretty fucked yeah. um because like the, if they're making a spin-off it's being made for it's it'll be the first one that's being like made specifically for Disney Plus Disney Plus yeah and like like Britain probably gets it down like BBC Three or something. Remember when um, we did our uh, alternative universe where Doctor Who's American, and we were like, and then Disney bought ABC and <laughs> they put made a, uh, Disney Plus TV shows for Doctor Who, and one of them was Torchwood. Can you imagine if that happens? We if that we they were right. not they, they it would have been right, but they will never ever do that. Um, I think if we if we end up doing an Orchid first year wrap up. That's one that we kind of have to approach in a way that is similar to that to that episode because I I think you know I don't know if we have the energy to rank every single episode that we've watched in the last I I they kind of mixed together for me I don't think there's a difference between them enough of a yeah. difference um we we'll, we'll figure something that we'll figure something out to do because I, I I think you know there's probably something to be said about like. Even if we just compare, like, what, like something, I don't know. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. I um, need to go to sleep yeah. because I want to yeah. dream of better things. This okay. was so much for me. <laughs> well, give me an upbeat song to go out. What's an upbeat song? Don't worry, be happy. We're and buttoned. I woke don't, don't worry, up today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, song for and ten. The, <laughs> and the kids were being abducted. <laughs> okay, this is um. Well, what we do. We'll bring back your cover of Song for Ten from like. I, I will say the ago. last thing, uh, to, the last parting thought I'll, I'll give Children of Earth is I'm glad I watched it. I do think it is one of the best Porchwood and Doctor Who things. I don't think it's as good as some people say it is. I think there's some mm. moments of it that are kind of like, mm, they're kind of like rushing past uh, certain questions to get to the big drama, but you know, it all comes together perfectly and I can't complain. If you land that, mm. that, at the end of the day, what matters is that if you if you manage to land that plane successfully, no one's going to remember that your takeoff was off out of a rickety bridge right into a cliff. You know that that mm. at the end of the day, that's what yeah. matters. Um, it's kind of weird as well, I guess, just quickly that like at the, at the time, I guess, for all intents and purposes, this was it for Torchwood. There was, you know. There was no sign that Miracle Day was a thing that was going to happen. Russell was obviously leaving. Oh, it should have been. I, I, I have never seen Miracle Day, and I can, I will definitely say it should not mm-hmm. be a thing because this is the perfect ending mm-hmm. for Torchwood. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is this was until 2011 it, and um, our next journey into Doctor Who was, I guess. It wasn't seen as the last Sarah Jane series, but it was the last Sarah Jane series of the Russell era. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, this is from the archives. Your cover of Song for Ten. Um, I think this is like I think this was maybe like this was probably two years ago now because this was probably recorded when we were doing. <laughs> better days when we yeah. were not all the best <laughs> when, like children of earth <laughs> when we were doing oh, when we were recording the other when i was recording in, in the other room and we were doing um we were doing like silly stuff we were doing like five key points and actually, this was after five key points um but yeah 
that's it. And we'll see you again. Maybe not next week. We might take some time off because we just recorded five consecutive things. God, and we really need a time off. We Much do. like Captain Jack, we are getting into a giant spaceship yeah, and never coming, coming back. back. Well, we are yeah, coming we back. Might, we might do a, a, another quiz episode or something just as, a, as a, a thing at some point down the line. But, you know, until we say otherwise, goodbye. Well, I woke up today And the world was a restless place It could have been that way for me And I wandered around And I thought of your face That Christmas looking back at me Today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day Everything I ever dreamed And I started to walk Pretty soon I will run And I'll come running back to you Cause I followed my star And that's what you are I've had a merry time with you Whoa. I wish today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day Everything I ever dreamed So have a good life, do it for me Make me so proud like you want me to be Wherever you are, I'm thinking of you Oceans apart, I want you to know La 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 You're on the other side Our time will never come again But if you can still dream Close your eyes and we'll see That you can see me now and then Whoa. I wish today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day Everything I ever dreamed I wish today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day Everything I ever 